Welcome to Carrots and Suffering, a D&D Odyssey. Last time, the ladies spent a few hours locked in an underground closet before breaking out and finding a ritual chamber where people were clearly sacrificed to create magic stonework. But in the middle of the room, there is a massive stone slab. If, say, a liquid were poured on the top of this altar, it would run into grooves and then pour into these large pottery basins. They know because the ghost was there, and she basically told them. Unlike the other ghosts you've seen, the details are very crisp on this ghost. It's her. Oh my god, Silva. And without looking at you, it leans over the altar like it's looking at something, mm -hmm. and then promptly jerks and falls onto the altar. Jalen found the codebook, Silva found a tome of blood magic, and Sable found the body of the ghost they followed into this predicament. I'm gonna go look at the basins. I'm gonna go look at the books. Ditto the books. Lady Mason barged in, and after making an ominous statement, was assaulted by a ghost who took possession of her guard and stabbed her, nearly to death. Skeletons in the hole. Yes. Well, we can't have this getting out. Our heroes rushed to her aid, and Sable talked the ghost down by swearing she would stop the blood magic practice from going forward. The ghost stops and says, she will start it again. She will. You can't deny it. Tell me she won't. I'm gonna flat out tell her she won't. Roll me deception. The next morning, they took a bribe to be quiet, and Lady Mason agreed to do the translation for House Miev herself, since she was so grateful to be alive. So Lady Mason will, after she's cleared a plate and drank some water, say, So, I believe that you need a translator. And I've been meaning to get caught up on my translation skills, so I would love to take that position. We'd be honored. Yes, well, what are we going to be translating? On the way to bring the good news to Miev, our little maidens from school chanced upon three mutated shifters, chasing another badly mutated shifter in armor and wearing a stone crown. Uh, Jalen is going to put some distance between her and the Lizard King. Jalen suffered a bad wound, but the shifter was saved, and the party identified it as Champion Riley of House Miev, the guy that had that really bad lisp voice that I did in episode one, the half-brother of Lady Miev. Uh, history would be appropriate. Natural 20. So he does have a tabard. It was dangling below his belly, and you have to actually, like, grab it and pull it around, but it lets you, and it is uh, wearing House Miev's colors. Is this Champion Riley? I'm Nate. Hello. I will be your dungeon master. I'm Sandra. Hello. I play Sable. I'm Mandy. I play Jalen. I'm Julie. I play Silpha. So you guys arrive at House Miev. What's your strategy here? We need to find someone to help us understand who this lizard is. And it's following you. Are you comfortable staying here with it? Are you worried that it will bite you? Take Jalen up to the house and say that she needs care. The first person that I find, as we're going up toward the house, I will send them back towards Silva and the lizard. You will find... Carolina, actually, with the sheepherd near the front of the house. Carolina, I need to take Jalen to the house. We were attacked on our Is way here. Is everybody okay? Where's Silpha? She's a little further back. Okay. Uh, there is uh, something followed us back. We believe it's someone from the house. Okay. I'll go take a look. 
she Thank will you. walk over to the house's front door and shout inside for Tess. Tess and another servant will come with her, and they walk out. All right, meanwhile, Silpha, Carolina walks up, and she freezes about 30 feet away from you. Two servants walk up to you, and they say, um, you found this? There were some creatures that were attacking him, and... There were three. They had limbs like insects, and they were dressed in the clothing of the people who cut the thorns. Okay. They turn and look back at Carolina. Carolina doesn't move or say anything. They turn back and look at you and say, we'll we'll take it from here. Maybe you should go to the house. Is this who I think it is? They look at Carolina. Carolina does not move or say anything. Uh, my insight is 18. Uh, you're going with shock. She's definitely in shock. Yeah, they um look really awkward, and they're like, we're, "This might take a while. Go, go to the house." What What are you gonna do? Well, we'll probably put it on a leash and then get it around the sheep and take it back to the stable. I- isn't there something that can be done? I mean, to help. Lady Miev might know of something that can be done, but I, I, I don't, I don't know of anything. I'm just gonna keep it from causing a problem until she can deal with it. It's not it. It's he is a person. Okay. All right. It's I understand, Lady Silpha. It's going to be fine. Just let us take care of it. Someone should really tell Lady Mien. I will tell her. What What happened? They kind of look down at him and look out over the thorns and look down at him again, and they're like, "I don't, I don't know why he was in the thorns." She's distressed and gathers up her things and start marching towards the house, but stop to pause near Carolina and say, I'm sorry. She doesn't really respond to you, but yeah, you can get to the house without an issue. Silpha, you get into the study. That is about when Lady Miev will walk in and say, oh, you're back. How did the... uh..." (laughs) Jalen is also like, yeah, she's half-dressed because she's trying to like dress the wounds. She seems to kind of like dutifully ignore your injuries. And says, did you get the translating services negotiated? Yeah, Lady Mason will be here tomorrow. Lady Mason is coming? Fascinating. You've done well. Lady Miev, we were attacked. Yes, well, it seems like you handled yourself quite well, and I'm pleased. Sofa is near to bursting. Lady Miev, as as you heard, our mission to House Mason was a success, and Lady Mason was persuaded to translate the volume for you while we were on our way here not only were we attacked but the creatures attacking us something's happened to champion riley she pales a little bit and says oh um is he alive if you can call it that oh she uh pulls out her little baggie of money and just sort of sets it there and says there's some extra for getting lady mason i would like to know how you did it at some point i assume riley is in the lawn they were taking him around. Carolina the knows. Oh. What was he doing out in the thorns? I can't discuss that right now. I'm sorry, Silpha. We can discuss it at another time. What's going to happen to him? I don't know yet. You can help him, right? I, I can't, but I know who can. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I will be back. Please avail yourself of the kitchen or the study. Excuse me. Is she flustered and upset? She is flustered and upset, but well composed for someone who is flustered and upset. And she leaves pretty quickly by way of the front door. 
As soon as she's gone, I'm going to close the study door and I'm going to, I don't care if there are other servants in here. There are so Jay- Jalen like threads a needle and starts like stitching herself up and she's like, well, more secrets and weird shit going on. Do you think that the insects were chasing him just for food or what the hell was he doing out there? I don't know. And I think she knew he was out there. It seemed like it, didn't it? It seemed like she sent him out in the thorns for a reason to she do something. She... I have an idea. Let's get secrets on all the houses. Calm down. Do, do you need some... Can I get you some water? I'm food? I'm fine. Something stronger? <laughs> She's just sitting there, like, sewing herself up, and then she, like, breaks it off and starts getting dressed again. I have a draft in my bag that great. helps with pain. That's great. Do you want to fill us in on this mood change? No, I think you guys know what's going... I mean, you know as much as I do. You had leveled to level three. Uh, let's talk about the neat, cool powers and stuff that you get for that. So we'll start on my left, Sandra. I can now cast second level spells, which will be awesome when I get the chance to cast them. Did you choose some to know for the day? How about spike growth? In this one, the ground in a 20-foot radius becomes just completely littered with hard spikes and thorns. And as people are trying to walk out of it, they take 2d4 piercing damage for every five feet they travel. Oh, it's like a... Minefield of D4s. Mm-hmm. Mandy, what'd you get at level three? Jalen also gets more hit points, and she has chosen to be an assassin in the rogue school of things. And that, that means that she gets the assassinate feature. It basically gives her an advantage on an attack roll if she goes before the enemy does. And if she hits at all on that attack roll, it is a critical hit. Julie, what do you got? I'm very excited to be sitting strong at 17 hit points now. With the additional wizard level, I have two new spells that I know and access to second level spells. I have chosen Alter Self and Spider Climb, and there are a couple others on my list that I have accumulated during our our gameplay that you let me know about. Do you want to tell people what was in your... No, I'm going to keep it a surprise. I mean, Levitate was a spell that I picked up earlier. That's true. When we took our first visit to Lady Miev's house. You stole it from the... Her personal spell book or something. Yeah, one of her personal study spell books. So, you ladies were sitting in Lady Miev's study. Do you still have that crown? Yeah, I didn't didn't touch it, and I put it in my bag. Silpha will open her bag. Why didn't you touch it? Is it magic? I, I don't know. Can't tell. You know, he was wearing it, and he was also transformed, so I didn't want to take any risks. But he came through the thorns. I'm wearing gloves. Would it be a problem if it were magic and bad magic if I touched it? You can roll Arcana. That's a 21 Arcana. A 21 is sufficient for you to know a couple things. One, it is not magic. Two, if it was magic, touching it with gloves probably wouldn't help. I'll explain to Zeba. Well... It's not a good idea to touch any cursed object, even with gloves. But now that I look at it more closely, it, I think it's just a stone crown. I'm going to pick it up then, take a look around. Are there any markings on it? Any words? Roll me history. Oh, gosh. Let me show it to everybody else as well. well my intelligence isn't bad, but 17. Nine. I got a 24. All right. With a 17, there is nothing marked on it. But it looks ancient. With a 24, you know this is mason craftsmanship. This is a mason-made crown. Does that mean it has blood in it? 
I set it down on a table. Let's maybe keep this under wraps. Does it have blood in it? How do, how do you tell? I'm just saying, if it's mason stonework. Well. And they apparently once upon a time were all into blood magic with their stonework. Are there any servants or anything in this room? No. No, you said we were alone, right? You are alone. I'm still looking around like I expect somebody to be listening at the door. Yeah, she she catches you looking around. She's like, fuck. So she gets up and starts looking for spy holes around the room. Go ahead and roll me. Investigate would be most appropriate. (laughs) 14. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there aren't aren't any spy holes around the room. Mm -hmm. You do notice as you're walking by a window that something big is going down out in the sheep barn. And almost all of the servants are out there. You see a number of them holding blankets and water. and But yeah, there's no... And you can even crack the door of the study and look out. There's no one in the hallway. You are alone. I'm pretty sure we're alone. This is a good time to talk. What is there to talk about? Riley's changed. She probably sent him in to find that crown. Or something related to it. What is this crown? And why would he be out hunting something that's... I don't know, an ancient dud. She's clearly interested in something related to the Masons. She was interested in the book on Sergwire. She wants it decoded. Perhaps this is related to some of the research she's doing? I'm guessing. I don't know, but I want to know what's going on in the barn. I think I'm going to stay here because I will get us in trouble if I go out there. You think that you'll get angry? Maybe. I'm imagining in this moment, Jalen is sitting there and we see her clothes and her skin is matching the uh, pattern on the upholstery. Oh, let me do mm-hmm. that. She she's not out of control, but yeah, she you might see like her skin start to fluctuate every so often. You seem upset. Oh, do I seem that way? Go check out what's going on in the barn. Are you sure? Yeah, I'll be fine. I'm just afraid that they might hurt him. Yeah, you should probably keep them from doing that okay. if you can. Silva, I I guess I'll come. You want to leave the crown here? Yeah, you're not going to tell anyone about it, right? No. We're going to go check the barn. All right, so you head out the front door, and no sooner do you reach the front door that you see out, basically on the same path you walked in, a horse and a servant on the horse. Okay. So what's odd about that is horses are extreme luxury goods. Right. Why is there a servant on the horse? Correct. I'll just say what's going on here. The the servant steps up and says, oh, um, uh, Sable. Uh, yes. Is is Lady Miev around? Why? I have a message from House Verathi. Oh, well, give it to me. I'll make sure she gets it. Roll me persuasion, please. Can I aid in this? I'm very persuasive. Uh, yeah, you can have advantage if Sylph is aiding you. Yeah, yeah. Please aid. <laughs> Gives me a seventeen. Okay, good. You made it. So he says, um, okay, I um, I really shouldn't be the person to tell you this though, and. Hands it to you and turns the horse around and goes. Is it a sealed scroll that he handed me? It is. Okay. Well, it was important enough to send a servant on a horse, so it's important enough to get here quickly. Screw it, I'm opening it. Okay, you break the seal. Stable. <laughs> it is with great sorrow that House Verathi reports the death of her heir, Edgar Verathi. As of today, Period. Services will be held tomorrow in a three-day ceremony. All are expected to attend. How well do I know Edgar? Not great. Edgar was probably 60, so he, he like wasn't in your generation at all. Right. But that's her heir. And of course, she looks younger than 60. 
She looks about 60. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's probably in her 80s, right? Um, yeah. Yes. So it's her grandchildren, though, that she hopes to mm-hmm. marry off. Correct. Okay. Was he known to be ill? No. Did he live in the house? Yes. I blink and I hand the scroll over to Silpha. Uh, Silpha will put her hand on Sable's shoulder. I'm, I'm sorry. I should check the barn and then I need to get home. I'm going over to the barn. Okay. You head over to the barn. There are about 15 servants outside, basically have it all swarmed. And as you walk up, one of them steps up and says, I'm sorry, Lady Miev is not accepting visitors at the moment. Lady Miev is in the barn? Yes. With him? Yes. I suppose she could speak to him as well as I could. Please, there's been urgent news from Sable's house. I can take it into her. I am going to try to persuade this person that I'm important enough to let in. Uh, 16. 16 is more than sufficient. He says, okay, well, I, yeah, all right. You're like a cousin. She, she, yeah, okay. And he steps out of the way and grabs the barn door for you. All right, we're going in. I'm certainly sticking to her. So you step in. Champion Riley, or what was Champion Riley, has a, a rope tied around his, it's tied around his torso, mm. and then tied to like a central post. And the servants have made like a little hay straw bed. And Lady Miev is just pacing in the room, frustrated looking. I'm going to cast Speak with Animals. So, I'm not trying to hide the fact that I am casting a spell because I know that Lady Miev is a wizard and I don't want her to be afraid that I'm doing something bad. So when you step in and cast a spell, you immediately draw her attention. Mm-hmm. You get something close to a death gaze, but you can get your spell off. Mm-hmm. And Lady Miev is going to try to recognize druid magic. She gives you a confused look. Go down to one knee in front of the lizard, and I say something to him that sounds kind of lizard-like. And I say to him, what happened? Can you tell me? Bugs. Attacked. Bugs, bugmen's attacked. Bad bugs. Run. In the thorns? Bugs come from the thorns. Yes. You were in thorns. Yes. Why? Don't. Remember. Looking for something? Don't remember. Hiding? Running from bugs. What do you remember last before running from bugs? Men, but not men. Like you? Men, but but beast. How many? Many. Do you know where they were? Thorns. Tree. Big tree. Reaches the ground. Reaches the ground. Leaves reach the ground near water. Oh. Woman. Woman? Yes. Woman. Did you know her? No. Was she human? Yes. All human? Yes. Did you run from them? Yes. What can we do for you now? Tired. Okay, rest. What did he say? He found a group of... Beast men in the woods and at a large tree, likely a willow. He said the leaves touched the ground and that there was water nearby. I think with them was a woman, fully human, or at least in appearance. He doesn't remember anything they said or anything that happened, but but he ran from them. He doesn't remember when or how he became like this, but then the next thing that he remembers after that is running from the insects. And he doesn't know why he was in the thorns, but he knows that he was there for a purpose. 
I don't know any of the rest. And he, his memory is fragmented. And I say all of that out loud so that Lady Mayev can hear it as well. And then I'll say to her directly, do you know why he was there? Please, Lady, is it safe to tell us now? Why no. was he in the thorns? I'm afraid it's not safe. Give her the scroll. A messenger from House Varathi arrived today with this news. Please don't punish him. I made him give it to me. He opens it up and looks at it and says, Well, this is indeed a sad day, isn't it? It is. I guess I'll be seeing you tomorrow at your house. If I can help speak to Riley again, let me know. No. What I need you to do is slightly different. We'll be attending multiple day event at your home. Yes. It's very important that I have the opportunity to speak to your matron quietly and alone. I will see what I can do. This has been a tough day. I'd prefer if I did not have to host company anymore. We will depart. Thank you. But as we're walking back to Jalen, I'll say, you're welcome at my home, but I understand if you want to go to yours. No, I'd, I'd rather stay at your place, Sable. I think my mother has been auditioning suitors for me again. Ah, there won't be any auditioning of suitors at my house. Good. We walk into the study. <laughs> uh, Jalen. What's going on? There's been a death in my family. Oh, my God. Edgar is gone. Oh, my God. Mm. How? I don't know. I... He wasn't ill. No. Did you learn that in the barn? No, I learned that from a servant on the way to the barn. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, services will be happening for the next three days at House Varathi. Is the whole town going? The wording of the message suggested that she expected the attendance of important nobles. I would think that, that your house has received a similar... Probably, I would imagine. Would you like to go home? Yeah, I should probably do that. All right, I will make sure that there's a place set for you at my home if you want to stay. I don't think I'm welcome in your home, but thank you. I think she only meant that she needs to know. Which she doesn't. I would tell her. I think I need to get home. I understand. We need to meet up, though. We have a lot to discuss, and and I think we should take the book that you have, Jalen, and get ahead on our research. So you head back into town. It's a nice two-hour walk. At town, I assume you're going to split up because two of you are going to House Verathi and one of you is going to House Evans? Yep. Mm -hmm. So when you arrive at the edge of the property for House Evans, Jessica is leaning against a tree by the path mm -hmm. and steps out and says, Hey. Hey. So, I heard what happened. Which happened? That you went to the Thieves' Guild? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I went to the Thieves' Guild. All right, take me. For fuck's sake. When do you want to do that? Right now. I need to talk to your father. About what? Something I learned. Okay. I don't think it's as important as the Thieves' Guild. I think you, should, you maybe should be part of this conversation, too. Okay. You're going to tell me also? I'm going to tell him first and let him decide who needs to know. But, you know, I think you should know. All right, so here's the deal. Either take me to the Thieves' Guild or take me to Dad and I'm listening. You choose. I'm going to go find Lord Evan. So you find Lord Evans. He is in his study going over ledgers. Um, Lord Evans? He looks up at you and then sees Jessica come in behind you and says, Yes, my girls, what can I do for you? I was wondering if I could have a word with you. Absolutely. Somewhat sensitive subject. 
I don't see any servants. You can probably talk freely. Okay. Jessica's like right behind your shoulder. <laughs> well, Jalen's going to close the door to a study. I, I don't know if you knew I was at House Mason last night r- running an errand for Lady Miev. I had not heard, but I'm sure that information would have arrived sometime this evening. I mean, you know, word gets around. I thought you would be interested to know Margaret is kind of a lush. Oh. And by kind of a lush, I think she's putting away like several bottles a night. And Interesting. I think her parents would love it if we didn't actually know that. It would be awesome if it didn't come back to me. No, I think what we'll just do is provide her pleasant gifts throughout the next couple of days. We'll see if she doesn't let that behavior be known. Did you receive word from House Ferrethi? I did, yes. We will be attending this, and I would like you to be there. Okay. I assume the reason everyone's supposed to be there is because Lady Verathi is going to announce her new heir, and everyone would need to witness that. I think Jessica may need some protection. Yes, sir. Jessica immediately stands to attention and says, I don't need protection. I am absolutely fine. And he says, uh, okay, fine. Isaac needs protection. Yes, sir. Jessica calms a little bit and says, yeah, he, he, he definitely needs protection. And one other thing, sir. I left my weapons with the silversmith to be dipped in silver. You're probably going to get the bill for that. Acceptable. I've had two encounters with creatures from the thorns in recent history, and it dawned on me that having as many advantages in my weapon stash. I would like you to mention this to your Uncle Kylan, please. Yes, sir. She's going to go find Kylan. As soon as you get out of the hallway, Jessica says, all right, well, that was fun. Um, We're going to the guild right now. I'm going to go talk to your uncle first. I would really prefer that you not do that. Why? Because he probably doesn't know that I want to go to the guild. Yeah, Jessica, that might be an issue. No, it's not. You showing up at the guild uninvited and not supposed to be there would be bad. It would be really, really bad. They'll know who I am. Yes, I know they'll know who you are. (laughs) They also know who I am. And if I bring you there uninvited, that's going to be trouble for me. All right, fine. Just show me the entrance and I'll go in. Okay. Okay. Don't mention Uncle Kylan that I'm going. Okay. All right, let's go talk to him. You find Uncle Kylan. He's in the back. He appears to have done quite a bit of calisthenics or some variety. He's the one, he's, he's like a cat, right? He is. He has whiskers and a slightly angular face and tipped ears. Mm-hmm. He's back in what you could best describe as a dojo. It's covered in various finesse weapons, mm-hmm. target dummies set up. Hi, Uncle Kylan. Well, it's been a couple of days now. How was your first day on the on the job? That went well. That was fine. So Lord Evans asked me to tell you that I had all of my weapons dipped in silver. Oh, did you? Yes. Have you been fighting any large rats recently? Large rats? Is that a no or a yes? No, Jane? I have not been fighting large rats. <laughs> so I would like you to not bring those to the guild. Okay. Why? Certain members of the guild would consider that to be threatening. Okay. Was there something else you two wanted? No, that was it. So you get out of the dojo. Jessica immediately says, all right, let's go. Come on. You want to spar? Like like right now? Yeah. Roll me persuasion. You're a little too angry. Four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> 
skin fades and comes back. <laughs> we can spar later. I, I really want to get to this thing. Okay. So you guys head back into town. And on the way, I'm going to say, look, I'm going to go in to show you where it is. You are not coming with me. Yeah, okay. That's, that works. I'll just, I'll see where you go in and I'll see you back at home. Okay. When you get home, Jessica is not there. At House Verathi, things are very chaotic. Mm-hmm. There are servants running everywhere. Every single room is being prepared for people to arrive tomorrow. The front entrance to House Verathi is wide open. I will find a servant. I'll see if they can let me know where the matron is. Someone will say, I've see, I saw her back behind the house near the kind of meditation spot she has. I should, I should go to her. And I probably wouldn't be welcome, although please give her my condolences. You find the matron back in her kind of meditation spot. It's like a, she's got like a circle of sand amongst the grass behind the house. Very quietly, my matron. She will look up and look over at you. It's been a tough day, but thank you for coming by. I was very sorry to hear the news. Poor Edgar's heart gave out. It was very sudden. We had no signs? Hmm. Well, none that we interpreted as illness. In hindsight, perhaps he just seemed a little tired. I I see. I am sorry for your loss, my matron. Hmm. Is there anything that I can do? If you could do me a favor, yes. Anything. I have put others in charge of getting the manor ready. Mm -hmm. I will not be able to focus on it this evening. I understand. Just make sure that the main guest quarters are adequately prepared before you go to bed. We will have the most prestigious guests in the kingdom tomorrow. I will make sure that the rooms are ready. Uh, The Lady Miev has sent me with a request, but it can wait. Yes. What is her request? I believe she wishes a private moment. There will be a few opportunities for that. I'll seek her out in the next event. I'll leave her be. You run into Champion Helen on your way back to your room, Helena, and she comes out and says, "Um, Hey, Sable... Helena. I'm really sorry, hon. Yeah, I am too. I, You know, I never really got much of a chance to know him. Well, Edgar was a quiet and frankly a bit curmudgeon-y. But, you know, he had a, a good family and a number of children and they will miss him. How are you doing? Good? I think so, yes. It's been an adventurous couple of days. Uh, when morning has passed, I, I would appreciate time to speak with you. Yes. Yeah, well, we will make time. Let's see if I can insight something. It's a wisdom. 17. She's basically looking over your shoulder, checking the corners, eyeing people that walk too close. She's, yeah, she is. She suspects something more than just Edgar died of a heart attack. In fact, if, if you've a moment. I can make a moment. Let's go back to your room. Uh, excellent. I do have a guest. That's fine. Silpha? Yes. Excellent. I assumed it wasn't Jalen. Uh, yes. <laughs> I did learn my lesson there. Ah, well, I, there's nothing wrong with Jalen per se. It's mm. frankly her sister and her father that are to be worried about. Mm. All right, come on. Let's talk. All right, we're going back to the room. So you walk in with champion Helena, who is, mm-hmm. as a reminder, a tiger-striped, massive Amazon of a woman. Champion Helena. How are you? Well, it, it's, been, it's been a day. I'm, I'm very sorry for your family's loss. Thank you. You know, I can always rely on you and your 
clan for knowing exactly what to say. Your mother's taught you well. She would be proud to hear that. So, Sable, what did you want to talk about? Did you know that Edgar was ill? No, but I hadn't seen Edgar in a long time. He spent most of his time with his wife. Honestly, it's one of those situations where everyone, in hindsight, believes this wasn't entirely unpredictable. But he he seemed mostly well. He he complained of some kind of chest pain, and a few hours later, he was he was gone. Does this sound like anything we've we've heard happening before? Or... Roll medicine. It's just a straight thirteen. It sounds like some kind of heart issue. Does Helena look a little less on edge in here? No. I am going to go and pick up a plate and start to make a plate of food. I want to see how Helena responds. She'll actually step up next to you and grab something that you were grabbing at and swallow it. I'll say, are you hungry, champion Helena? You're welcome to join us. Um, No, that, that bite was good. You know what? I'm going to try one of these as well. And she picks up a... A grape or something. A grape or something and eats that. I'm going to head out for tonight. Uh, she turns and heads out the door. And now I'm switching completely to phrenemic. Uh, yeah, so the, the undercurrent of this will be that, yeah, this, it's not safe. And then out loud, I will say to you, my lady has asked that I ensure that a set of rooms is set up appropriately. Oh, of course I can help with that. Uh, so we'll go there and we'll check the room. Uh, roll me perception. Oh, a natural 20. There's a cat following you. There's a cat following me? Yep, house cat of some kind. Have I ever seen this cat before? I mean, there are some cats around, but you haven't seen one with this sort of like orange and black stripe thing going on before. But there's nothing awry with the room. The room's in good shape. With Silpha's role, she uh, brushes up against the cat and says, Oh, a kitty! (laughs) I really thought Jalen was going to spill all of the beans there. Well, we're on to the animal facts. Today's facts. Monitor lizards. The Komodo dragon is the largest species of monitor lizard. They're up to 9 feet long, 200 pounds, and are known for their truly horrific mouth, which, aside from cursing all the time, is wildly toxic from both venom and a dazzling array of bacteria. Monitor lizards are solitary animals, and the females of the Komodo dragon are capable of asexual reproduction, which takes that solitary thing to an extreme. They can eat up to 80% of their body weight in a single sitting. Komodo dragons are just a tad slower than a fast human with a run speed of 12 miles per hour. They have good eyesight and, like snakes, smell with their tongue. Well, let's get back to it. As Sable and Silpha are headed back to their room, you bump into the next heir of House Varathy, Lorelai Varathy, who is Edgar's younger sister. How old is she? 58. Okay, not much younger. No. Lady Lorelai. Sable. Sorry for your loss. Thank you. My brother was a good man. Always was. She doesn't look sad, but you don't know why she's here. Is is there something that I can help you with, lady? No, I was just curious how you were doing. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Why do you ask? I'm checking with everyone. Are you worried? No, of course not. Edgar died of what the matron assures me is natural causes, but I am checking with everyone. You're feeling okay? I am. Excellent. Is there any way that I could test to see if she's like particularly worried about me? Roll insight. 
That's like an 11. That's the conversation you have. Silpha got a 12. Yeah, that is the conversation you're having. She says, all right, well, as long as you're feeling well and stay safe. I will. And she wanders away. Is the cat still following us? Absolutely. In fact, as you were talking to Lorelai, it got right up next to your heel. Oh, I reached down idly and kind of barely touched the cat. It doesn't really respond to you at all, but it watches Lorelai go and then backs off again. Um, we'll go back to the room and lock the doors tight. Excellent. And the windows. You sleep-ish. Jalen, so... Well, Jalen finishes at the guild. Jessica's not at dinner. Okay. She's going to go up to her room, lock the door, make sure she's on her own, and then she wants to take a crack at the next code in Sir Guire's book. All right, so the good news is you have the decoder now, so you don't need to roll anything. Oh, it's just a question of time. Okay. So how much time are you going to spend on it tonight? Because it's late. Maybe an hour or so. I mean, like, if she can get through a page... You can get through a page in an hour, yeah. You come to the conclusion that there's probably a day and a half more of work with the key in hand. Okay. The next page of code talks about a hedge maze that is behind the castle. It has a secret entrance to the castle that is kind of spelled out in great detail how to find it, how to open it, how to get through it. So, okay, so the maze mm-hmm. is a secret entrance to the castle, The code and the code page tells you how to do it. Yeah, so the story Guire tells at this point is how the king was strolling the hedge maze, and Guire, of course, bumps into a lady fair and gets some kisses in the corner. Very sweet, almost. That's pretty much the entirety of the journal entry. Okay. It paints the king as sort of in a meditative place, as sort of a, a wise ruler who speaks little. And the coded page is all about basically the escape How route. How to solve the maze. And... Yeah, the, the, the escape route that is probably meant to get you out of the castle and into the hedge maze. But it works the other way, too. All right. And then she's going to put all of that away very securely. Okay. I think she's just going to go to bed. Okay. At 3 a.m., there is a feminine scream in Jalen's room. In Jalen's room or Jessica's? Jalen's room. Oh, my room. The windows rattle. The doors rattle. Oh, God, There's it's a, a massive ghost, isn't it? <laughs> there is a rage-filled, curdled scream, and then it stops. She's gonna jump up. It's dark. Very dark. She's gonna grab her rapier. She can find in the dark. Absolutely. And say, "Who's there?" Your doorknob turns suddenly, and your door is, of course, locked. And so then someone pounds. Are you okay in there? Uh, somebody screamed. Hold, hold on. So she's going to light a lantern. The room is empty. Empty. Okay, she, she'll go to the door and open it. Two servants actually out there, both of them holding lanterns, looking quite blurry-eyed. It, was, it wasn't you that screamed? No, that wasn't me. I'm going to roll a perception. Did I recognize? Sure, roll it. Okay. <laughs> no. Six. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. They're like, uh, who who was it? Maybe, okay, maybe it was Jessica. Quick. Let's go check on Jessica. So they so run, run down to the and next I'm, door. I'm going to lead the way because that's my job. So I'm going to pound on Jessica's door. There's no answer. I'm going to try the knob. It is not locked. I'm going to check for traps. <laughs> <laughs> 22. There isn't a trap. There is, however, a piece of paper shoved between the door frame and the door. Oh, that... she's like she's looking to see if, if it falls. Yep. If somebody were to open the door... She would know that they had opened it. Okay, yeah, I don't care about that. So I'm going to open the door. Her room is totally empty. There's no sign that she has been here. Okay, I'm going to go to Isaac's room next and pound on that. There's no answer. Check for traps. 15. There is a rune on the lock. Okay. You don't know what it is or what it does. All right, I'm going to look at the servants. Has anybody seen Jessica today or tonight? No. 
Not since, well, not since you and her were talking to Master Kylan. Kylan. I'm going to go to Kylan's room. Okay. Pound on that door. A few seconds go by and a tired looking cat man opens the door and says, what? I don't know where Jessica is. She's not in her room. And there was a blood curdling scream in my room and nothing's there. I swear to God, I wasn't dreaming. Okay. They heard it too. The servants both not. We, we did hear the scream, but she she's not there. And he looks at you, looks at the servants, and then says, fuck, and then slams the door. You can hear like drawers flying open and closet doors slamming. And about a minute and a half goes by, and then he comes out all dressed like he's ready to kill something. <laughs> I'm going to hope it's not me. <laughs> covered in weapons. And he says, go back to bed. Do you need help? No, I don't need help. And he starts storming down the hallway. All right, she's going to tell the servants to go back to bed. They're going to like look very confused, but they will do it. Nothing to worry about. She's going to go by way of her room. She's going to strip off. And she's going to throw her clothes in her room and then follow him down. So roll me stealth. You have advantage. Thank God for that. 17. All right, 17. You follow behind Kylan pretty well. He makes good time. Something about his cat-like nature makes him pretty tough to follow, actually, in the dark. But you, you manage it, and he goes straight to the guild, throws the grate open, and drops in. She's not going to risk following him down there. Like, she'll wait maybe 20 minutes, and if he doesn't reappear, then she'll go back home. You see him come out dragging someone. You recognize Jessica, who is not putting up much of a fight, which is odd for her. And he pulls her into his side and like puts one of her arms over his shoulder and starts walking back. And she seems to be stumbly, like she's she's had clearly a rough night. Okay, well, I'm going to let them take the lead and follow them back. Yeah, they go back to House Evans. You get back into a well-lit area. He gets her up into bed, closes the door, comes out, goes back into his own room. That's it for the night, unless you want to do something. She's going to get dressed again, and then she's going to go look in on Jessica. So she is out cold. She's badly bruised. She's got a huge cut on her face. She's going to, she's armed again. Yep. Um, and she's going to stay the rest of the night in Jessica's room. Okay. Sleep in her big cushy chair or whatever, but she wants to All be right. there when she wakes up. You both sleep in, which brings us back over to House Verathi. At 3 a.m. in the morning, Sable sits bolt upright in her bed. As if you had woken suddenly from some kind of nightmare, but you don't remember a nightmare, but you feel so cold. Frighteningly cold. Yeah. That would check the window. The window's locked. So then why is it cold? Is the fire out? Probably burnt out at three in the morning. I mean, you still see the embers. Yeah. There's just something in the core of your chest that feels very cold. In the core of my chest. Is the cat there? No, not in your room. How do I feel other than the chill? That's it. Just... Chill. But it's in my chest, right? Yep. This is making me nervous. I have an adjoining room to Silphus, so I'm going to open the door in between ours, and I will wake Silphus. Silpha. Yeah. Yeah. What? It's bitterly cold in the middle of my chest. Let's start with medicine. Natural 20. There is nothing physically wrong with her except that she seems startled and short of breath. Arcana would be the next best role, actually. 23. If you make an agreement with a fairy and you break it, bad things happen and any good things that you had gotten from that agreement become the opposite, really, for an equal amount of time. In the world of Fenrir, agreements that you make, there's basically there's enough fairy magic flowing through everybody that if you make an agreement and you break it, it comes with a consequence, but not nearly as severe as if you'd made it with a fairy. This, you're guessing, is essentially a broken oath of some kind. 
you don't physically feel cold, but there's a magic coming off you. Like, have you broken an oath? Does anything occur to me that I might have broken? Roll wisdom? This wouldn't be something that I forgot because I'm a player. Let's roll wisdom. Oh, God. Seven. You don't feel like you broke any oath. What could I possibly have done? Out of character. Did you do anything to break the fairy oath? See, that's... that's From the ritual? Out of character. I'm trying to remember this. If you had broke the fairy oath, I'd know. The fairy oath gave you like the ability to turn into a monster or a beast and immunity to thorns. If you had broke the fairy oath, you'd probably be a beast wrapped in thorns or something awful. That's yeah. that's not what this is. This is some kind of lesser agreement that was broken. Out of character. Perhaps it's because you have not put an end to the blood magic. That's true. She said she would make sure that that didn't happen. Yeah. So the masons must be fucking up to something. <laughs> But if the Masons are doing something tonight, yeah. then you have technically broken that out. She described being extremely cold, and Silpha has experienced being cold when a ghost passed through her. What would I roll to see if any aspect of what she's describing might remind me of this and make me think of something? All knowledge of ghosts would be religion. That would be a 16. You would associate feelings of coldness with ethereal creatures touching you. It could be ghost-related. Did we make a promise to Lady Mev that I didn't keep? I didn't make anything to my lady. Have I broken a promise to you? Not that I can think of. Have they ever felt anything like this before? Not this cold or this bad, no. But because you grew up in Fenrir, there are probably like little playground style make a agreement. You probably did break some of those and then maybe you stubbed a toe or tore a nail or something. Mm -hmm. But no, this is this is a little different. Silpha will, will grab a blanket and go over to the chair where Sable is sitting and like put the blanket over her and wrap her up, stoke the fire a little higher and, and say, you've clearly had a distressful day and through a lot. People are so superstitious about such things. Just breathe and relax. I'm superstitious about these things. Let's go ahead and do an intelligence roll as you reason this out with your... Actually, investigate. Well, that's better. 17. So as you go back through time in your mind, you do realize that you did promise a ghost just 24 hours ago that you would put an end to the blood magic of house mason oh god and that you would do everything in your power to stop lady mason from bringing back the blood practice oh god the ghost silva's eyes widened she was attacking what the masons were doing is horrible i promised that ghost that i would do everything that i could to stop that blood magic from returning something's going on in that house you think they've resumed that? What am I supposed to do? I, I can't fix it right now. I'm certain Lady Mason and Lord Mason will be here tomorrow. We have to find a way to stop this. It's evil. Sofa shifts a little uncomfortably. Sacrificing humans. Oh, of course. That's awful. But I mean, I've read a little bit of the book. Sofa! No, no, no. I mean, I mean, of course, the practice of sacrificing people is is terrible and wrong. But so... In this book, she is she's a little horrified right now by her friend. So in this book, all of the it explains how blood itself flows with a natural living energy. And when one practices arcane magic, one studies how to funnel magical energy through like a conduit. The blood allows you to replace all the verbal and material components of a spell. Sophalunari! No, but how... I mean, of course, it's it's wrong to sacrifice people for their blood, but so. But you keep saying but after talking about sacrificing people. 
That's not okay, Silpha. What I no, would... it's not okay. There is nothing about it that will ever be okay. Hear me out. There's a knock at Silpha's door. I throw my wrap around me and go to the door, open it. Champion Helena is there, and she says, is everything okay? I, that deep chill still there? Yeah, yeah, you, you've got that for the rest of the night for sure, and I'll <laughs> let you know how it goes after that. She woke up with a chill, Champion Helena. More than a chill, just something in my bones. She steps in and immediately goes to, like, touch you and stops, and then, like, looks around your face and says, you don't look flush. Cold, you say. In my chest, not, not my skin, deep within, like a curse. Okay, uh, did you eat anything strange? No, I'm not poisoned. Are you sure? Did you drink anything strange? Are you worried that I'm poisoned? Yes. I can ensure that I am not. Please do. Yes, that would put my concern at ease. I'm going to cast Lesser Restoration on myself. I have no idea if this condition can be removed. Oh, I gotta make a judgment call now. So you had made this agreement for like 24 hours total. You cast Lesser Restoration and you do feel a little better, but the cold doesn't go away. It just lessens. You feel a little bit more awake, a little bit more vibrant, but you can still feel it. It's it's like attached to your soul, uh, but you no longer have disadvantage. I'll say, Champion Helena, do you believe in ghosts? Yes, I believe in most things, dear. Have you ever talked to one? No, of course not. Okay, Um, let's say hypothetically that one did. Okay. Do you think a ghost is just like people that break a promise to them that'll be a problem i imagine it'd be worse if you broke a promise to a ghost than if you broke a promise to a person i mean a ghost has i imagine it'd be like breaking an agreement with a fairy or another creature that's not in this world that bad now i look really worried maybe i don't know anything about ghosts but i they're probably not as powerful as fairies so i should probably go dig down yeah yeah okay go lay down but if you feel you know what i'm gonna go get the matron don't no. I think I she'll should. She'll be mad. I, no, she'll be mad. Don't why we... would she be mad? It's fine. You, you're no, not well, and maybe fine. you ate something. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. 24 persuasion. Okay. Uh, Silva steps in and is like, Champion Helena, please. I will look after her. I promise. Okay. All right. Look, maybe I'm overreacting. If you don't feel better in the morning, we are getting the matron. Fine. Go in my bed and I pull the covers <laughs> over my head. Because <laughs> I'm very grown up. You can't get warm. You just can't get warm. So you wake up, first light comes in and hits the chair first, which is probably where you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. As the morning light comes up, Jessica does not look great, but she looks okay. She was in some kind of knife fight and was clearly punched in the eye. She's going to look great at the funeral. All right, she's going to get some fresh water and soak a towel and start dabbing a cut. So yeah, you you wake her up a little bit and she's like, Jalen, how did... Oh, shit. Good morning. Good morning. Did you come take me home? Because I was fine. I had it completely under control. I did not take you home. Oh, who did? Got me. Oh, all right. Could you push, like, not as hard on my face, please? We're going to have to do some makeup work on you. You can't go to the funeral looking like that. Yeah, that's going to, that's really going to hurt my chances. And she gets up and starts pulling her armor off. It is evident she was in a brawl. Her armor is damaged. There are slashes in it, but she's mostly just bruised to hell. What the hell happened? (sighs) I went in. I told them that I was joining the guild. They told me I was not joining the guild. I hit one of them. He hit me. 
then three more of them showed up. Pretty sure I killed one. Jalen puts a hand over her eyes. Anyway, let's just not tell dad, right? He won't hear it from me. So she gets out like a kit to like do up cuts and put some cream on some of the bruises. So about an hour will go by and there'll be a knock on the door and a servant will step in and they will have a uh, small container of some kind of like toast and a little vial of something with a cork on it. The servant will walk in and set it down on the bed and say, Madam Jessica, your uncle sends this with his regards. It's <laughs> like behind Jessica's back, just trying not to smile. <laughs> she will pick up the toast, bite into it and go dry. <laughs> <laughs> does it hurt to chew you want me to chew it for you oh no <laughs> ha ha i don't think they hit my jaw really hard and she um pulls open the little vial of whatever uncorks it and smells it it's like does this smell like poison to you does it smell like poison to me so you're gonna roll poisoner's kit which i think in this instance is gonna be you you're proficient with the poisoner's kit because you're an assassin so you're gonna get proficiency bonus plus wisdom I think normally it would be intelligence, but you're smelling something. And All right, so three, so uh, 14. You are fairly certain this is not poison. In fact, it reminds you of the smell of a healing potion, you're pretty sure. I think it's just a healing potion. That fucker. And she downs it. You immediately see a bunch of her bruises, and the cut on her face fades almost immediately to nothing. Oh, that looks better. <sighs> you gotta do something about your hair, though. Holy hell. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to meet you in breakfast. I'm just, I'm going to clean up for a while here. Okay. All right. See you down there. You head downstairs. You're down and you eat something. About 20 minutes later, you hear a screaming match in the upstairs hallway between Jessica and Lord Evans. The main thing you you hear is, I want to be in charge of the Thieves Guild. Make Jalen be a fucking princess. (laughs) Uh, Jalen's going to stay around the corner and hear this out. The gist of the argument here is she, Jessica, is supposed to be the head of House Evans and the unofficial, unaffiliated, unassociated head of the Thieves Guild. Right. And Jalen is supposed to be the head of the Thieves Guild, and that will ensure the loyalty and the connection between the Thieves Guild and House Evans. And and Jessica is now fucking that up. <laughs> Jalen can't be a princess and isn't actually an Evans. But she can be her sister, and she can take over the Thieves' Guild. And Jessica's not having any of it. I am the best fighter. I was the best fighter even in that damn hole. It takes more than fighting, and I will do more than fighting. Jessica, we're going to go to a funeral. And at the funeral, you're going to be a princess. And when we're done at the funeral, I'm going to marry you off to a prince. And then you're going to be really powerful. Okay? I want both and the hallway is quiet for a solid 10-15 seconds and then lord evans and you can just barely hear it says jessica if you don't get ready for the funeral i am gonna hit you and then you hear her door slam so lord evans comes downstairs shortly after and you can see he's a little like he's clearly been shouting at someone you okay oh yes nothing just your sister being herself Gonna need to find her a real firecracker of a husband. Yeah, otherwise poor bastard won't stand a chance. Hey, good news. We're gonna get to meet the young Lord Malik. Oh, well, good thing her face is healing up. Yes. Well, I, I was I was the one who told Kaylin that she was out. In the future, I would like you to be a bodyguard 
Yes, sir. For your sister. Will do. For, for, for Isaac, you mean? No. You're going to be the bodyguard for your sister. And I just want to be very, very clear with this. That also means protecting her from her fucking self. Yes, sir. All right. Does this mean, like, no downtime? Which is fine. I'm just asking. No. Just if you know she's going to do something incredibly short-sighted, I would like you to step in, please. I will do my best. Her tendency to pull rank on anyone she can may make this difficult, and I understand. But if it is for her best interests, I will be on your side. Thank you, sir. All right. And he stands up and, like, grabs a handful of toast and says, We're going to be at the funeral. I would appreciate it if you dressed more like a bodyguard than a princess, please. Is this okay? That'll do. And one other thing. Isaac, I'm concerned that he isn't going to look very masculine. I am concerned that other nobles and perhaps their children are going to go out of their way to make him look weak. So while we're at the funeral, Jessica is not allowed to start fights, and I would like you to intervene if anyone's trying to embarrass Isaac. Will do. Thank you. You realize that my standing up to nobles is not going to be appreciated. Be clever about it. I'll do my best. You are asking me to be in two places at once. Let's leave it there, shall we? Everyone's safe and sound and ready for a funeral. Special thanks to Todd Ferguson at My Pet Machine and Julie at Elaborate Flight of Fancy for our tunes and logo, respectively. You can find them both on Facebook. Don't forget to give us a rating and review on iTunes. I'm sure nothing will possibly go wrong at that funeral. See you next time on Carrots and Suffering, a D&D Odyssey. She loses control. She gets naked. Most people need tequila for that, but um, she She starts to get nervous in kindergarten. Like she can't color in the lines, and so she takes off all of her clothes. Off all of her clothes. (laughs) The whole town knows what she can do. (laughs) I'm imagining in this moment, Jalen is sitting there, and we see her clothes, and uh, her skin is matching the uh, pattern on the upholstery. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.